Vatican Viewpoint, the church in the world seen from Rome. A podcast produced by Vatican Radio. I'm your host, Devin Watkins. Repita conmigo, todos, todos, todos. Everyone, repeated Pope Francis, and that's about the best way to sum up the 37th World Youth Day that was held in Lisbon on August 1st through 6th. Perché Lisbona? Why Lisbon? Warum Lisbon? Pourquoi Lisbon? Perché Lisboa? Perché Lisboa? This week, we're looking back over the event that brought together 1.5 million young people in the Portuguese capital. Later in this episode, we'll also look ahead to the next World Youth Day in 2027. This is a unique experience in one's life with this Pope, a very special Pope, with this world, so difficult world. Portuguese President Marcelo Rebelo de Souza there. He welcomed Pope Francis to Portugal, saw him off as he returned to Rome, and showed up at pretty much every public event the Pope held during his five-day apostolic journey. The President directed a special message to the young pilgrims visiting his European nation. You are changing the world. You'll be changing the world on account of your faith, on account of your way of living, on account of the way you look at the future. You want to change the future. Well, we thank you very, very much. You've been here all around Lisbon and Portugal. One million, one million and a half, two million, we don't know. Thank you for having been so close to the Pope and being so close to the Pope, to the church and here in Portugal. And they truly were close to the Pope. One of those who got closest was Audrey from the Philippines. I'm one of the young people who had lunch with the Pope and it's really a gift. I really don't know how I was selected. Also, I'm actually a long-term volunteer of the local organizing committee, and I've been here since November. Audrey sat at table with Pope Francis for lunch in Lisbon, along with 10 other young pilgrims. Before the lunch happened, there were really a lot of emotions going on, like excitement, jitters, but also what really helped me is to pray about it and through the prayer like I, I remember that like me Pope Francis is a person. Despite the status of their table guest Audrey said the lunch was just like any other filled with normal table conversation. It was really a, a lunch just like home just like anywhere else I, I have lunch and he has normal questions for us like it was very easy for us to to ask our questions as well of course he asked about us like where we're from but at the same time for me i i asked about how to be a better friend so my takeaway is really what he said about being joyful and spreading joy and he was saying that joy is not taught but it's uh, shown. The event's organizers initially said around 350,000 people had turned out for World Youth Day, but the vigil on Saturday and the closing mass on Sunday were attended by 1.5 million people, like this pilgrim from Spain. It was really great with all the people of our age, more or less, uh, with the same objective, like seeing the Pope. We all love God and we have the same objective in life. So it's really beautiful to see a lot of teenagers and people more or less of the same age. That brings us back to what the Pope was saying earlier, heard here through an interpreter. In the church, 
hay espacio para todos. Para todos. In the church, there is room for everyone. Everyone. En la iglesia, ninguno sobra. In the church, no one is ninguno left out or left más. over. There is room for everyone, todos. just the way we are. Así everyone. Todos. A lot of people think that the church like discriminates people because uh, maybe they are not like the rest of the people, I think. And the Pope today has said that the church doesn't discriminate anyone, that everyone is welcome in the church, and it was really beautiful to hear that. Even though many young people made the journey from the African continent, there were others who were unable to for economic reasons or even for visa restrictions, as Pope Francis himself recalled at one event. But Samuel Damien Dunguru from Tanzania was there. I'm going home changed because once you meet with other people with the same faith and you pray with them together and you get more experience, also I'm going home changed. Samuel was accompanied to Lisbon by Father Whitney Ngaye. To me, it's very important because I am director of the youth in my diocese, so to participate in this event is very important because of getting to know each other and to listen to the message of the Pope and then to learn how to help the youth because we meet with many directors here, so sharing experiences. Felipe Limos came with thousands of other pilgrims from Brazil. Perhaps he summed up the purpose of World Youth Day the best. The meeting with the Pope was incredible. Everything that he said, everything that the Pope Francis do, and everything that he teaches us is inspired by God as we feel it in deep in our hearts. I hope for all the youth in the Catholic Church that we could definitely stay strong, stay together inside our church. We need that for the future generations, and I hope we could keep getting back to the church as we have today. I hope that we, after the World Youth Day, we can deeply feel and fulfill the dreams of our faith. We could feel God, we could really reach for Him, and then after it, we could get together in our church to gather even more faithful people so we can be completely and truly Catholic youth. Cardinal-elect Américo Aguiar, the president of the World Youth Day 2023 Foundation, was among the main organizers of the event in Lisbon. And near the end of the event, he was extremely grateful for their presence and goodwill. Thank you for your presence in Lisbon. Thank you for the sacrifice to come to Lisbon. And thank you for the testimony of Christo alive in your hearts. This is definitively to change the world the young people with Christ in the heart. And now one last voice from the 37th World Youth Day. Archbishop Paul Richard Gallagher, the Vatican Secretary for Relations with States, was at the Pope's side throughout the five days in Lisbon. It fills us with great hope for the future. And this meeting with the Holy Father, I think, will be of encouragement for everybody. I think our hope for the future as church is renewed commitment to our faith, to living the gospel, and to giving a witness to the world. I think that's what we're hoping. And there's nobody who give better witness than young people because they come with fresh eyes and uh, I think that they can uh, sort out 
some of the mess that we, their elders have created for them. You're listening to Vatican Viewpoint. World Youth Day in Lisbon, Portugal is over, but on the last day, Pope Francis announced the venue for the next international event. In reality, he announced two of them. The Pope invited young people first to travel to Rome for the Jubilee for Young People in 2025. But he added the 41st World Youth Day will be held in Seoul, South Korea, in 2027. Thus, from the western border of Europe, it will move to the Far East. This is a marvelous sign of the Church's universality and of the dream of unity to which you bear witness. After the announcement, the Archbishop of Seoul, Peter Chung Sung Taik, sat down with Vatican Radio's correspondent in Lisbon, Francesca Merlo, to talk about the next International World Youth Day in his South Korean archdiocese. The first question I'd like to ask you is how you lived this experience of World Youth Day in Lisbon, knowing that you're next. This World Youth Day is a great opportunity for all of us, because although the culture and language are different, but we can feel we are the same God's people. We are one. So this World Youth Day is a great opportunity to feel this kind of unity in Christ. So next time in Korea, maybe those who come to Korea will taste Korean culture, different taste, but they also will feel the unity in Christ, I think. That would be a great opportunity and time for grace, I think. And on a practical note, what are some of the aspects that really worked well in this occasion in in Lisbon that you might want to replicate? In this World Youth Day, I found many volunteer workers. These uh, volunteer workers worked very hard and very fully dedication. So that would be a great help for this uh, World Youth Day. So in Korea also, we would like many Korean people, not only youth, but also all Korean people will be invited to work together, to collaborate together as volunteer workers. They will be great help for make successful. And in terms of Catholicism, in mm-hmm. terms of the church in South Korea, of course, Catholicism is a minority religion. Mm-hmm. What does hosting World Youth Day, what does that mean for the church? This World Youth Day may be a good chance for upgrade our youth ministry in Korea. After Corona pandemic for three years, the youth ministry became very difficult situation in Korea. So preparing the next World Youth Day, we would like to take advantage of some kind of upgrade youth ministry in Korea, inviting young people not only just the participants, but also the protagonists to prepare the whole youth ministry. That means during this preparation for next World Youth Day, young people in Korea will become a young leader in the church and in the society. We will accompany them to grow into young leaders. (music) 
Thank you for joining us here on Vatican Viewpoint. We'll be back again next week.